Welcome to the Wally Show Aftercast. Those things we did not get to during the course of the show today. Uh, you've probably heard that story of the teacher who was shot by a six-year-old boy. I mean, it was a crazy story, and it takes another turn. Like, I started looking into this because the teacher is doing okay, and I think she's going to be released soon, but obviously a little bit of trauma uh, is going on there. But the police say that the 9 millimeter pistol that was used was legally purchased by the boy's mother. And the six-year-old family, the six-year-old's family is finally releasing a statement because they've mm. been pretty mum about mm -hmm. this. And obviously, so I'm sure their lawyers are telling them to. Uh, but through a spokesman said, our family has always been committed to responsible gun ownership and keeping firearms out of the reach of children. Okay, well... What happened? You know, that still needs to be looked into mm -hmm. because somehow the kid got the gun. Yeah, somehow he knew where it was yep. and then how to get his hands on it. And it's a really sad... And then get it to school. Well, yeah, and then that wasn't checked. And obviously, I mean, what a sad, like, commentary when we're like, okay, we got to start doing uh, body searches and metal detectors on six-year-olds, you yeah. know? That's the saddest part of this story is where this breakdown went where this kid thought that... To handle an altercation, the only option is this, or the best option is this. Mm -hmm. And so I started digging into that, too. But uh, the family said, our heart goes out to our son's teacher, and we pray for her healing in the aftermath of such an unimaginable tragedy. As she selflessly served our son and the other children in the school, she's worked diligently and compassionately to support our family as we sought the best education and learning environment for our son. Because what I started finding out was the son had other issues going on oh. that were beyond just a mad little kid making a mm. decision in a moment, okay? Mm -hmm. So... She said their son uh, suffers from an acute disability and was under a care plan at the school that included his mother and a father attending school with him to class every day. So this kid had issues. This kid had stuff going on and probably violence, you know, where the parents had to be there or outbursts where the parents had to be there with him. So were they not there that day? That was the thing. And oh, she says, man. the week of the shooting was the first week we were not in class with him. We will regret our absence from this day for the rest of our lives. Okay, I, I, yeah, but there was some pre-planning in the six-year-old, so he knew what. Well, Maybe this was a week that they were okay. We're going to try letting you go on your own, or right? Something. And he knew that, right? So then he had to know where the gun was. Oh, he yeah. had to know that the gun was something that is bad, yeah. and to bring it in. Did they say why he didn't no. like his teacher? No, they just said it was an altercation. They've never gone on. This is sociopath type stuff. Like there's yeah, something scary. that is miswired in this kid, you yeah. know, and there's something that needs to be addressed in this kid, you know, to keep him from doing worse things as not worse. I mean, that's pretty bad. I mean, it doesn't get much worse. Right. Than this. And only at six years old. Right. And two, who knows the, the repercussions that come from her, the teacher's life, you know, as she moves on. But also those students that were in the yeah. classroom as well. And I know it's super easy to throw the judgment. Like when I first heard the story, I mean, yeah, I'll, I I can run on a headline and be like, oh my gosh, you know, because I'm a gun owner, but I I believe in responsible gun gun ownership. I'm like, well, they did their they didn't do their job, and they but they had a lot of other stuff going on. You know, mm -hmm. this was not a weird one-time event like when you dig into their personal life this kid had big issues and so you, then you're like why do you have a gun you know like should you have a gun in that case because this kid 
now we see could you know potentially hurt somebody. Well, I think it's okay for them to own a gun, but I want I'm confused as to how he knew how to well, get a hold of it. What's interesting though is you say they should be allowed to, and actually legally they are. But then there's things that where you go, okay, if if say you had a child that was prone to out, violent outbursts, mm-hmm. if you're if you're like keeping the gun for your own protection. That's really sad. But, yeah. Then you, know, you, ne- you against need to seek him, professional help. Right. right. But if, if he has the propensity for this, and maybe they hadn't seen it before, then owning a gun is not a good idea. Like, my wife would not have a gun in the house when Haley was little. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't buy a firearm until Haley was out of the house as a college student, but I grew up with them in my house. Like I, it was never an issue for me. Mm-hmm. Like my dad always trained us with them and was like, you do not touch this when I'm not around, uh, and things like that. So, but my wife to be extra safe and concerned of having a child for accidents was like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I spent nights, uh, going through the house when there was a noise with a ladle in my underwear, uh, <laughs> trying to protect my house. A ladle in your hand <laughs> while you're dressed in your underwear. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did not use my underwear as a great, weapon. Great, <laughs> great clarifier that the ladle wasn't in the underwear. <laughs> Didn't want, want that. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. But I mean, there's a lot going on in this family. Family said, hey, would you uh, please continue to pray? We continue to pray for his teacher's full recovery and for her loved ones who are undoubtedly uh, upset and concerned. And they said, at the same time, we love our son and we're asking you to please include him and our family in your prayers as well. That's so hard because teachers already have it tough as it is, you know, that a lot of parents sadly don't take responsibility like they're just like they give their child to this teacher and if the child acts up they blame the teacher but the teacher has so many kids that they're trying to handle but I do like to see that these parents are taking full ownership and they are own not only that but they're they're trying to help their son they're trying to do what they can their statement was a good statement yeah. from a family because sometimes took responsibility exactly sometimes you see the statements like like alec baldwin's statement uh about the shooting on the rust set uh do you feel any guilt no absolutely not i mean he answered that quick because mm-hmm. he's playing the legal game i can't mm-hmm. show guilt um but i like their statement but and also too because it's real easy when you see the story at first to go oh it's another case of uninvolved parents yeah and it's like well these these parents went to school every day with their kid because mm-hmm. they knew there was a big issue and that's asking a lot it is because you can't so, have a job if you're doing that exactly and so uh, you know it's not like they were completely aloof or uninvolved it's just the scenario was atypical and sadly it had a bad outcome and the the teacher is going to make a full recovery yes. correct yeah yeah, okay. yeah so thank thank the lord uh that, yeah that can was you imagine if you had become oh. a murderer at oh, six yeah. years six old? i mean yeah it's just, you're it's like sad. too young to even like and especially because it sounds like he does already have well, stuff he's anything. going through yeah yeah it's like he wouldn't have a great brain for comprehending that the, the, and the, then that's why i mean like at six years old like these idiot adults that are like i think we should let children choose their gender at six years old yeah you don't know you barely know you're alive at six years old you know <laughs> and then we got adults going yeah let them choose their gender it'll be great it's worked out for me has it has it really you <laughs> thousands know? of years not letting kids make their own choices i think that's yeah. been a good thing yeah it's like you know you you don't let them drive because they're 16 year old they're you know their eight-year-old brains can't 
right. function and drive yet. You can't let them make life decisions. That's what we as parents, our job is to, after having life experiences, guide our kids through things. Yeah. You know? yeah. So anyway, but I, I just thought that was a really interesting update to the story that I had not heard. And and true, and it challenged me with some of my initial reactions because I, I think I'm like most people. You see the headline, you read you know a paragraph or two, and you formulate your opinion mm-hmm. based on that. And so it was good to have a little bit more of the balance to the story mm-hmm. for sure. What do you got, Lady Rock? Robert Pattinson, you know him as that vampire guy in the Twilight series. Which okay, I'm sure he's trying to separate himself. From. Big question: Were you? Did you get onto Team Werewolf, no. Team Vampire? No, whatever I it saw. Was? I think I saw. I know I saw the first movie. I don't think I saw any more after that. If I'm I did, proud I to don't say remember. I've seen none of them. Well, you're not missing anything. Yeah. Um, but Robert Pattinson, he said that in a recent interview in a magazine, he said, "Quote: I once ate nothing but potatoes for two weeks mm. to detox." Mm. So he boiled the potatoes and put some Himalayan pink salt on them. I've heard that's I, good. I, if I could have butter with it too, I'd be good. <laughs> I don't I think, think that, you can do that. Yeah, I think that pushes back against the detox. Well, that's part just, of it. That's gross. Then, but he did it to lose weight. He oh, claims that I'm back in. <laughs> he claims that Only in salt. Hollywood, men are just as pushed as women to lose weight. Question: Before we get to that, could he fry them? He it said he boiled them. Could he fry? I them? doubt it. Because that's that a French fry. Well, I would say if you could air fry. I feel like if okay. you're frying stuff in oil and stuff okay. that totally uh-huh. like enhance or totally adds like calories oh and stuff God. like that, air frying uh-huh. would be the way yeah. you could do uh-huh. it. I think so far, Gavin's not an expert on this, but I'm going down his rabbit trail. Like <laughs> two if weeks I get of air fried no potatoes, no butter. I know, but fried some salt. with salt. Maybe some pepper if you feel like it. Salt might kill me because of the high blood pressure stuff but in the gout, but it's yeah. worth it. Anyways, Sorry, back to all you. that to say, so he said that men are just as much under pressure to be in shape and lose weight as women are. But while that is, I believe that could be true, like especially it depends on the role. Right. Like if you're going to be a superhero. Yeah, yeah, Chris Pratt had to get in shape yeah. for Jurassic like, Park that from makes sense. Pudgy Andy. But I would say that men can get away way with more. Also, yes. men can lose weight quicker than women can. That's very true. That's so, very true. Um, but also, he said that he has found himself being very addicted to watching his calories. So he has to watch himself. I, because you can fall into this unhealthy way of looking at it. It's, it's very true. I think it happens with with anybody. You know, if you're trying to lose weight, whether you're a guy, whether you're a girl, it is more prevalent with women. But I, I, I've seen how being super focused on like the number can I, I like I got I found myself being super conscious about the number and being really mad if I didn't hit the number or I was a little up that one week or not down mm. enough and I was getting consumed by it and and it's not a driver for me and so if I already saw myself getting anxious or consumed by this I then thought man like 16 year old girls have got to lose their mind over this stuff you and know they do. I know and that's it and then they make really bad life altering decisions mm-hmm. for them but it happens to all of us or you find that I found like I think the thing about weight loss that's so tricky or about like like an eating disorder is it's so tricky is it seems so harmless it's not a thing that you vilify mm-hmm. like alcohol or like drugs mm-hmm. those are obvious you know mm-hmm. but this is like you think about it we celebrate with food you know and mm-hmm. if you're feeling bad what do you do you go eat yeah. you know to make yourself feel better and it, it becomes a sedative you know in your life and I, and I get it I, I find myself doing that all the time like I'll with my wife like I'll get home from work early one day like hey let's celebrate let's go to lunch like what am i doing man just stay at home and have a ham sandwich but i get it 
I yeah. do. I get it. I, I mean, it's it's hard either way because you're pushed to celebrate with your friends. Like, that's how you celebrate, especially in the South. That's how you celebrate. Yeah. Food is love. Yeah. Uh, but then also you're looked down upon if you eat too much. So mm. it's like, why aren't you eating with us? Or why are you eating so much? You shouldn't eat that much. You yeah. know, like it's it's a hard thing to balance. And especially if you have a, a daughter, I can see where that would be. Well, Ooh. I think, too, it goes both ways because there's the one really obvious. If you see somebody that's overweight and then they've got a plate stacked, you're like, oh, OK, I know what you're doing. You know, I see where this is going. But the other thing is you have somebody like you, Rock, who hasn't struggled with her weight because you have like this God given metabolism that we all hate you for. <laughs> um, but like when you don't have a lot on your plate, it's the same thing, but just the opposite. It's like people going, oh, I wonder if she hasn't eaten. Yeah, disorder. they're worried about yeah you. oh rock you need to eat more right. you're not eating enough you know right. yeah. and it's the same thing yeah for sure yeah yeah i mean it, 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 you get hate either way yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah well you know what it is friday and uh, as we like to say fry yay um so that's good news let's do birthdays and weekend plans all right so we've got ashley who wants to wish her husband hagen Oh. A happy birthday. I've never heard that name. I used to have a, uh, a news guy uh, named Hagen huh. on, on uh, a morning show I worked on it's years very, ago. It's very unique. Yeah. Uh, she said he is turning 30. He's an amazing and supportive husband. He loves working on his 1967 Mercury Cougar mm. and telling corny jokes. Oh, that's funny. That's that's so crazy. That sounds like Hagen. Like he had a 70s or he had a 1968 uh, SS Camaro and he was one of the corniest joke people I've ever met in my life. But he's not to, turning 30? I don't, there's no way. Like, there's no, no, there's no, there's no way. It's not the same. <laughs> Maybe it's a son. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Uh, Elijah the Great, that's what he's calling himself. <laughs> himself, that's good. Confidence. Wants to wish his younger sister, Meredith, a.k.a. Mare Bear, a happy Aww. birthday. She'll be celebrating on the 22nd. Said Mare Bear is an amazing creative kid who loves doing crafts and cooking, and she's very silly. Nice. Very Mare cute. Bear. Yes. Uh, the question is more of a request. Mm -hmm. Can each of you give each other a funny nickname, please? Mm. Yeah, like oh, Betty Rock, I gave her her nickname, her regular one, 15 years ago. Because yeah. she's Betty Lou, and I'm like, that's not good enough. You got to be Betty Rock. But then yeah. I call her a bunch of other things too. I call her uh, Lady Rock, uh, Miss Rock. I call her Betty Lucifer, which is really funny. Yeah, it's a favorite. <laughs> it's really funny. It is funny, right? It is. It's what's the best is when we have people in the studio or in the station who don't know us very well, and I'll be like, Hey, Betty Lucifer, let's do this, and you just watch people's heads like, What is going on over there? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So that's one of my favorites. HR, if they live here they'd be busy oh yeah yeah yeah. i would definitely keep that lady running <laughs> she visited for one uh day and was like oh, okay and i shocked her right out of the gate on purpose yeah. and i think it was like i was enough yeah for sure yeah. uh if i, I had to give file. if i had to give gavin a nickname maybe like something like bladder bear yeah. bladder bear <laughs> Tinkle Tim. Uh, Tinkle Tim. Uh, <laughs> such a bummer. That's not bad. Yeah, it's horrible that that's what you're known for. Yeah. But that's good. He Bathroom liked the buddy. red wolf that someone gave him like years yeah, ago. Yeah, but that's just not consistent enough. Yeah, it didn't, um, didn't stick. I got so scared over the weekend. I was at church and I was talking to <laughs> somebody. Well, it was it just that out. it was just that I was talking to the parents of one of the students and she was talking about diabetes i don't know why we we're talking about it but she's like yeah like one of the symptoms is like you go to the bathroom a lot oh and i was just like <gasps> but then she, she's like i'm like i do and she's like well 
do you like drink a lot of liquid as well? And I was like, I do. And she's like, okay, well, if you have, if you have to, then if your that's, intake is like, there. yeah, but see, if you drink a lot of liquid, that means you're dehydrated, which means you might have diabetes. Yeah. I don't like, I, I can promise you this. I don't come in here wanting to drink two 32 ounce yeah. bottles of water, but to be as healthy as I can and to stay hydrated, I do it. I don't love it. Good for you. I love drinking the two cups of coffee I do, or three today. So it's like, <laughs> I have a good reason for going to the bathroom and thus, I think I am deserving of the nickname. It's funny. He was like, I was scared at church. Did, were you in the office the other day? Did you hear the oh air horn goodness. go off? Yes. Okay. So I was cleaning out the closet in another room and I found an air horn. I'm like, oh, let's just blow this and see and what happens. And I was happens. in the kitchen. Yeah. Like, I'm like 15 feet from him. And I there was another girl that works in our digital department sitting over here. I was trying to like freak her out. And so I was like, oh, and you hear really? Gavin just go, oh my. Like, he just, it just scared him. He jumped and he like yeah. exclaimed. I it expected so him to have a little piddle, a little piddle puddle. <laughs> I was just like, him. yeah, it just, it was not my best moment. No. But also, like, when you're not <laughs> Expecting that le- that level of volume. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> oh my! It's oh my! So great. Piddle so pal. great. That could be you. That's good. All right, let's move on. Uh, let's do some uh, weekend plans. Weekend plans. Weekend plans. Uh, let's start with Gavin. Oh, cool. Um, I don't think we're doing anything tonight, so I think it should be a chill evening for us. And then tomorrow, we're going over to some friends for a video game night. Oh, oh okay. Cool. When you go to video game night, what do you do? You do like Wii Sports? It's going to be Mario Kart. Oh, that's good. So yeah, that's, that's always been a. I've grew up playing that, so that'll be fun. And then on Sunday, and Wally and I share this plan is that we're our church is doing mm. some big 20-year anniversary celebration thing in, like, downtown Nashville. Yeah. And so we have to venture into town for church on Sunday, which will be fun and cool, but also, yes, I'm... I never well, like going to downtown Nashville. Is that so? The, I understand that yes. why you're dreading that. Is that the reason you're dreading it too? Hundred percent. It's it's a like forty it's a minute far drive. drive for him, yeah. yeah, it's like forty minutes to get there. You got to pay to park. Sunday morning. Yeah, nine a.m. Yeah, there, because it's the twentieth anniversary, and so the, for some reason I don't know why they got off on this. They're like, let's go and do this at the Ryman, which is a historic concert venue, but it used to be a church. So I get it, but like to me, I, I, I we might have talked about this on the show. I don't remember or on the aftercast. Like our church started in a movie theater. And to me, I thought that would have been great. Go back to that movie theater where it all started. And you really have a connection to that place. Yeah. I would have been like all but what supportive if, what if, of that. If you've grown over those years, maybe you couldn't fit that many people in there. Multiple movie theaters, like, and then <laughs> simulcast the screens, you know, like I would have, I, I just would have liked that better. I think it makes more sense than being all Nashville. Because it would have been well, closer to you Because none of us too. go to Nashville, well, you know. I don't guess you have to go, right? Oh, I have to go. Why? My wife Marty. wants to go. Oh, she wants to. She go. wants to go. Oh, I, I don't want to go. Like I, I, I would watch it. Tale of two households. Day. Absolutely. <laughs> on that day, for the headaches of it, I would. I know when I get there, I'll have fun and it'll yeah. be fine. Because um, we're going with the people that we always sit with at church and stuff, yeah. so it'll be fine. And we'll go to lunch up there afterward. Like yeah. so, it'll be fine. I just. I hate the trek to go to Nashville. I just mm-hmm. don't like it. I don't, I don't like you. downtown Nashville don't anymore. You yeah. Know? It is not fun. Well, the traffic. And my, my, the adverse of that is that I always hate when I have to go down to the Franklin campus. Oh, for real? From, from oh, that's up funny. there. Because you're up north. If yeah. I'm, because Haley like uses me all the time to go from here down there to pick yeah. stuff up, which is fine. But from all the way from my house all the way down there, because I always hit like dumb traffic yeah. going into town and then also on just that strip leading yeah. up. I, I just like that just as much. But oh, there's more that. people in Franklin and at the Franklin campus than the Nashville 
area. Yeah, because so. we have a Nashville campus, but it's not. It's. I mean, it's kind of Nashville, but it's not. We're, we're really. like a no. We're not like the the heart right. and soul of Nashville, but we. I mean, yeah. hopefully, we grow to mm-hmm. be that someday. Yeah, but so, it's not I mean, there yet. I, I don't know why I'm complaining about it. There are bigger problems. There than are this. other crosses to carry. Yeah, there really. But are. what's bad about it being something you dread on a Sunday is that it's going to be something you think about tonight. Oh yeah. And yeah, all day and Saturday, Saturday. Yeah. and then Sunday. <laughs> I, that happens to me all the time. Like they'll ask me to do like an event, and and in a moment of weakness, not our church, but work. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. It's fine. Like I have one coming up. Oh, that, mm-hmm. that just hit me. Uh, <laughs> oh goodness. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about it. Um, okay, so during support drive, we did a thing where if you donated a certain amount of money, then uh, um, a meal was paid for for yeah. a uh, food bank. Love this idea. Mm-hmm. And so I have to go, and the food bank was really nice. They were like, oh, man, this is so great. Thank you. And we'd love to have someone come down and present it to us, and mm-hmm. we'll do it on social media. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's great. Um, but then like, I found out like the number like from the people in this area that gave, it wasn't like a giant number. Like I wasn't blown away. Like I was like, oh, that deserves a presentation kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they're being great. Like they're like, oh no, this is great. We love it. But I have to go do this and then make something sound really big that I don't think is that big. Mm-hmm. Well, it's you funny. Know? It's it's like, and, and it's also one of those things where whenever we're watching like a Good Morning America and they right. do a presentation of the giant check to yes. somebody who's really deserving, it's great. And it's never like under valuing what's been given or what's been achieved, but you never feel like people are sitting there like having the craziest worthwhile, not worthwhile, because it's always anticlimactic, yes. though. And I told him no giant check. I'm like, I'm like, the, the amount of money is not worth a giant check. Well, and it costs money to get the right. giant check. If it was fifty grand, put it on a giant check. I'll do that all day long. But like, you know, for a lot less than that, it's oh. not. It's it's not worth. It might be a card. Here you go. Here's a card. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, because we did this over the course of the entire nation, and so when you add up the nation, because of it's all of our stations, number. it's a big overall number. But it's it's smaller for each place you know it and seems like those smaller locations or at least like almost any time you're giving that money, it seems like a humble exchange right feels more like centered and like absolutely godly than like some massive celebration the only up time the only upside of this is it wasn't us asking for it um like mm-hmm. if, if it had been us hey we're gonna go present this i would not have done it yeah. I, i'd be like i like gavin saying keep that on the dl gotcha. like make it be like uh, understated, you know, but it was actually the food pantry oh, that okay. asked us. They mm-hmm. said, "Could you have somebody come down and we'll shoot something for social?" Yeah, so they value it. So they want to, you know, raise more awareness and so and so. Like from that standpoint, where they're happy, then I'm happy, you know. But I know it's one of those things where I signed off on it, and then the day that it's like I have to do, I'm like, ah, oh, yes, you know? I get. But that. fortunately, this one's not in Nashville. It's five minutes from my house. So then, what are you complaining? About? <laughs> well, because I don't like to do things badly. You made it seem like you were going to drive to like no. Alabama. No, no, no. But I don't, you guys know me. Like, I, if I'm going to do something, I want to do it right. And I want it to be good. And if we're going to put it online, I want it to look good. I don't want it awkward. I don't want it to be bad. And so it just has the potential to go sideways. And so I'd rather avoid it. But that's not this weekend. So let's not dread it right now. It's true. It was next weekend. This will be my next weekend. So what are you doing this weekend? Uh, Oh, yeah. Other than church that we just uh, spent a lot of time on. So uh, Friday night tonight is uh, pizza and car. 
cards with Greg and Molly. Oh, is it the last one? Getting close. Like they'll be gone oh, mid month next month. That's so sad. Aww. And Marty's gone all like next week. Um, and so yeah, like our time with them is uh, very limited mm-hmm. at this point. Um, and then Saturday, I don't, I don't have like crazy plans. My wife's like, "What do you want to do this weekend?" And I, there's things I want to build and and do and stuff like that, but I didn't really want to go anywhere per se. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe we'll. I, I she needs that too, so I think maybe we'll go and like go to a small town or something and mm-hmm. antique or whatever. That'll be fun. And then Sunday is the worst day. Uh, <laughs> so good. I'm so melodramatic. Uh, okay, rock. my turn. Um, tonight, uh, a friend of mine is hosting a game night, and it's going to be a bunch of us. <gasps> what game are you nice. playing? Uh, we're either going to. They mentioned. One that I don't remember the name of, and I don't think I've ever played it, so I don't know. Uh, it could be Dutch Blitz, mm. but I know we're going to play Left, Right, Center. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Okay, now remember, too, it's funny because Gavin's doing a video game night. You're doing a game night. I'm doing cards. True. Like, we all are playing This is games. tomorrow night. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, then Saturday, I'm talking to a few friends about maybe going to see either the new Tom Hanks movie. You should. Or the new uh, Whitney Houston movie. Movie. Oh, that's still out? Uh, yeah, it's still out. I heard it's good. Actually, someone I know just saw that the other day and they said it was good. If boy, but I, I know it's not gonna be the feel good like No, but I do of, but I do like to see movies music. that yeah, about yeah, about music artists and stuff. And then Sunday is church and I have plans to uh go over to a friend's house afterwards. You should come to the Ryman. No. <laughs> There are you still, used to go to our church, remember? I know, but that doesn't matter. There are I'm still not tickets available. I was nope. looking yeah. at it earlier. Nope. Yeah, I no, because you, you really haven't sold it. Let me tell you that oh, you yeah, have that's not tragic. sold it. Truth at be all. told, you can ride with Wally. Yeah, come on, I'll pick you up. That is not a selling point. <laughs> okay, still not selling. <laughs> <You're> selling it. <laughs> Man, <laughs> tough crowd. Uh, oh yeah, speaking of uh, seats, uh, we, we are going to Africa um, in like three or four weeks with Compassion, and uh, I was working on my seats, and I, in the past when we've traveled like this people on the plane like that we travel with they're like why are you getting your seats worked out so early what do you what man you're just obsessed by this absolutely i am because i've traveled on enough flights with people i don't know and had to sit next to who have zero zero concept of personal space Mm -hmm. and they are all in your space and for long flights it's horrible Mm -hmm. and so marty was texting betty being like hey let's get our seats together i'll do it all for you i'll book all of our Mm -hmm. seats together and getting it together and and Betty can you can sit on the window if you like that. Mm-hmm. I'll do aisle and Marty will do middle. She and I'll switch. Um, but it's like it's so important to have that. Mm-hmm. And so my my encouragement to you, Gavin, is get with Jake who is going to and sit with Jake and get your guys' seats together. You will thank me. One of the long flights, they have two seats side by side. Get that I'll flight together. Okay. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Uh, especially when you get to other countries where personal space is seriously not a thing they think of, or they just consider your space is their space. Mm-hmm. It's worthwhile to have somebody you know that you're traveling and sitting next to. So get That's with funny. him, and because he's a last minute person and fly by the seat of his pants guy, and so like you're gonna have to take that. You know, ball and run with it, and it will be worth it. Trust me. So, anyway, uh, that's your travel tip for today, and that is your aftercast for this week. And as always, thanks for being a potty.